Whoosh. I love how it goes whoosh. So that's the fog. Yeah, isn't it beautiful? It looks like it will, it kind of looks wow. It's not playing in the background. Like, isn't that like I my favorite part about this video of the fog and like rolling in through the trees and like just rolls in from the ocean like clouds and it just goes. It's hypnotic. It really is a hyper like time lapse like this. It's very, very. It's incredible. And, you know, have you ever if you've ever been to Humboldt, like when I was there and like you're standing amongst these trees, like they're giants and you suddenly feel this like magical awe of nature. And this is the area where like the best cannabis in the world is grown. And the reason why is because of this beautiful fog clouds and that climate and the environment and the terroir of the earth that's there. Hey, I'm Christina, and this is Fruit and Flower, the show about cannabis, camaraderie, and cozy drinks. In this episode, I'll tell you how to make a Humboldt Fog Tea Latte, my own original creation, and all about the famed cannabis growing region that inspired this drink. If you want to make this recipe, you can get it on my Substack. My editor, Lauren, at Thrillist asked me to create a cozy drink recipe, and I suggested London Fog. Uh, So London Fog is a Earl Grey tea made with steamed milk and a brown sugar syrup. And she was like, you know, I love this idea, but like, can you fruit and flower it? Can you like put your magic on it? And I sat and I thought about it a little bit and I was flipping through Instagram and I saw that beautiful, just absolutely gorgeous time-lapse video of the fog rolling in through the mountains in Humboldt from Moonmaid Farms. Um, It took my breath away and it was just so stunningly beautiful. And I remember standing there under the trees and just smelling the earth. You know that, you know, that really like earthy scent when you're going hiking in the forest and it just smells so clean and fresh and you get the brightness from the pine. That's what I wanted to capture. And so I came up with the Humboldt Fog Tea Latte that's made with matcha and a cannabis tea and infused with a steamed milk with a little bit of the brown sugar to give that earthiness to balance it like you would with the forest floor. For this Humboldt Fog Green Tea Latte, there's a few parts to it. So it's a cannabis leaf tea. And then I use that tea to make the matcha. So it's kind of got a little bit of an earthier base to that with the grassy notes of the matcha. And then I pour in steamed can of milk. So I'm just going to make infused milk like I would a infused butter or an infused oil. And the fats in the milk is going to be what the THC binds to. Matcha is a type of green tea, but it's not like green tea in the tea bags that you get. It's not that leaf. It's different. It's a higher quality and it's powdered. So the ones that I really like, actually, I just get them at Trader Joe's. They have those little packets and they're great because they stay fresh. Um, I can also use those for baking. But for this drink, I basically used one of those matcha packets. If you grow your own plants or you have access to a friend who grows, I also like to make a tea out of the cannabis leaves. And I use that tea to then make the matcha for this drink. And you don't have to do that. You can absolutely omit it if you don't have access to cannabis leaves. But for me, that was part of the essential part of this drink. It's not just that it's a matcha latte that it's infused, but it has a part of the plant that's embedded into this drink and into this recipe. 
Cannabis leaves actually have a lot of antioxidants and nutrients. I like to put them in food and smoothies and salads. But here in this tea, I'm just brewing the leaves, like those big cannabis fan leaves. And you won't get high from just that because the leaves themselves don't contain the enough THC to make you feel high. So we're just drinking like a tea leaf. And so I'm going to pour in the steamed milk. So then when I pour it in, that green tea starts swirling up and around like that beautiful fog rolling in through the mountain. And then I'm also going to steam it with a little bit of brown sugar syrup to add in that earthy sweetness as well. The strains I would use to infuse this milk would be ones that have fresh piney aromas. And so the idea is that when you infuse it and you're smelling it, you're also getting those piney aromas that smell like the forest floor in Humboldt. So a pinene-rich strain like a Blue Dream or Jack Herrera and OG Kush, those are really great strains to pair with this. But again, choose your own um, and see what you enjoy and you like. Um, pinene is the terpene that smells like pine. So you know the scent, you know this flavor. If you smell it in pine trees, if you've tasted it, it's part of rosemary as well. So choose a pinene-rich strain to go with the cannabis milk for this Humboldt Fog Tea Latte. Forgot to mention that matcha also contains a little bit of caffeine. So less than coffee or black tea, but it is enough that when you combine it with cannabis, you will get that really lovely dopamine boost of focus and productivity, which I also talked about in the coffee episode. If you love cannabis, some of the best cannabis that's grown in the world is in Northern California. And it's in this region that's known as the Emerald Triangle, which encompasses Humboldt, Trinity, and Mendocino counties. You know Mendocino County because it's also known for wine. So The interesting thing about cannabis is that regions that are really good for wine growing have the exact same type of conditions that are really great for growing amazing sun-grown outdoor cannabis. And I wrote this really cool story um, about like from weed to wine country about this idea that like there's this cannabis tourism space. So anywhere you find weed is where you find cannabis. And they've been growing alongside each other, probably underground for a while. But it's the cold nights and hot days that stresses the plant. So in grapes for wine, that extreme temperature jump from the really cold nights to the hot days is what develops the sugars inside the grapes and really gives it its flavor and its terroir that informs the flavor of the wine. And the canvas plant does the same thing because you have these extremes, you're stressing a plant so that it's creating this and pushing those buds and pushing the flavors and the terpenes in a way that are, it's, to me, it's the difference between eating that like really beautiful, juicy, sun-ripened peach on a hot summer day versus eating one from the grocery store in September. So the reason why this region is known for cannabis, other than, you know, having great growing conditions is it's very mountainous. It's very difficult to get to. So before legalization, you had all these farmers growing and trying to hide from the authorities. And so this area was a great place to grow. And they're also masters of their craft. They're masters at doing what they do and growing in this sun-grown natural way from the earth and using this. And there's a great respect for the plants here. So 
when, I mean, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode where I was talking about clean cannabis and supporting sun grown. You know, the reason why I say that is because these small farmers grow some of the best cannabis in the world. And unfortunately, because of the state of legalization, they're going extinct. This art of growing sun-grown craft cannabis is going away because these legacy farmers can't afford to stay in business and compete. And it's really heartbreaking because, you know, when I walk into a dispensary, when people are choosing, you know, what, what flower do I buy? And what's dominating the market and what's kind of pushing what people grow is people are just looking at flower for potency. Uh, all they want is high THC, you know, will, how high will this get me? And that's not a great way to judge what kind of flour you want, right? Just like food, you know, are you, when we go to the grocery store to buy our ingredients, you know, am I comparing broccoli saying like, okay, this broccoli has more nutrients than this other broccoli? No, that's not how we're looking at it. We want, you know, how is it grown? What's the flavor? Does this, is it in season? And outdoor sun-grown craft cannabis from this region has that same quality. But also, I think there's an analogy here with craft beer, right? Uh, beer mm. was always kind of these micro brews. It was like these big companies. And then that took over. And then there was this wave of craft beer where people were making beer at home. They're doing these really small batches. And you get all these different flavors and nuances. And the industry loved it. And they now they bought all the small craft. But again, like that's craft beer is to craft cannabis as to... You know, like. They all have parallels. And so if we're only supporting this one thing, then we're missing out on this rainbow of flavors and aromas. But it's, you know, why do we want to spend that extra money? Why should we go the extra mile to preserve and save and appreciate sun-grown craft cannabis? Like a juicy heirloom tomato that's been ripened on the vine in the sunshine, you can taste the love and the difference in outdoor sun-grown cannabis. If you want to get a taste of this Humboldt Fog tea latte, you can find the recipe on my newsletter on Substack and grab it here in the podcast description. Fruit and Flower explores the intersection of where culinary meets cannabis in intriguing and unexpected ways. In each episode, I share one of my cannabis-infused recipes, how to infuse it, and the unfurled part of fruit and flower that I hope will leave you feeling inspired to prompt the most optimized version of ourselves to unfurl and flower. Follow me at Fruit and Flower on Instagram and TikTok. Subscribe to my email list on Substack to get all those recipes delivered to your inbox. And if you like this episode, give it a like, share it with a friend. I'm Christina. This is Producer Brain. Hi. <laughs> Have a beautiful, wonderful, flowerful day. Thank you for listening along to Fruit and Flower Unfurled. <laughs>